0: Welcome to Self Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress, too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Thanks for joining us today. Athletes use it, doctors prescribe it, scientists espouse its virtues. We know we need it, but we've failed to work it into our lives. What is it? Rest. Before we can take it, we must define it. People often mistake sleep for rest. While adequate sleep plays an important part in our overall health, I'll leave links in the show notes to a series on sleep, the definition for rest doesn't stop with sleep. Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines rest the noun as a freedom from activity or labor, a state of motionlessness or inactivity, or peace of mind or spirit. As a verb, rest means to cease from action or motion, refrain from labor or exertion, be free from anxiety or disturbance. We see it everywhere. Admonitions to rest in order to take care of ourselves, refresh our creativity, and deal with life's hassles. I recently read an excellent book on intentional rest and how it can help us create the space we need to discover our true selves. I'll leave a link for that in the show notes. In this series, I hope to take the concept of intentional rest one step further and explain how a specific type of rest, Sabbath rest, can benefit us in all aspects of our lives. A couple years ago, our grandson spent two weeks with us, along with his parents, since he was only two. His first day here, I happened to be sitting on the floor when he rolled my giant yoga ball towards me. With a fake scream, I fell over backwards When the ball rolled gently toward me. The game of knockover became an instant hit. Anytime Abel saw me and the ball in the same room, he would grab my hand, pull me to the vicinity of the ball, pat the ground so I would sit down and then cackle as he pushed the ball toward me. Sometimes he would lead me into the room where he knew he could find the ball and repeat his instructions. Each time he knocked me over he would reach out his little hand and pull me to a sitting position. I highly recommend this activity for those wanting to build strong abs. When he visited my classroom and saw dozens of yoga balls, he made instant friends with any of my students who would sit on the floor and play knockover with him. But sometimes he short-circuits the game. He focuses on rolling the ball and forgets to lend a helping hand to the one on the floor. He'll just roll the ball over a prone body which doesn't produce the same volume of giggles since the drama quotient drops without the fall. Sometimes he tugs my hand from behind, which doesn't really help me sit up. I just scoot along in the direction he pulls me. He learned quickly enough, though, and over the week he started pulling me from the front 90% of the time. He loved knockover and all its iterations. Once he rolled the ball at me while I knelt at the table to check my email, and when I fell over... He helped me up and patted the table so that I would kneel again. Pedro joined the knockover fun, too. I loved listening to his laughter and Abel's delighted cackle as they played. Abel even figured out how to play the game in each room of the house based on the room's limitations and furniture. In the dining room, he used his little hands to turn his victim in the correct direction, facing him. But when he played in the living room, he knew he didn't need to do this because he has space to maneuver the ball. Knockover has morphed into our communication link. This summer, we played suitcase, but that game doesn't work on carpet very well. When we play, we're all in. He has my undivided attention. I think God created the Sabbaths as a way to communicate with us. He wanted it to be a special day when we played all in with Him and left our work worries behind. Somewhere between creation and salvation. The Jews short-circuited the intent of the Sabbath. It went from a time of mental rest with their Heavenly Father to a mental gymnastics routine on how to keep the day holy. They turned it into a day of pomp and circumstance, rules and regulations, and forgot that God wanted to draw us away from the quotidian and burdensome to play with Him. Once a week, God wants us to delight in Him and know that He delights in us. When we view Sabbath rest as a playdate with God, we lose our... I have to go to church and then do a thousand errands checklist mindset. We allow intentional space for true rest that refreshes mind, body, and soul. Here are some self-care hacks for taking a mental Sabbath rest. Hack number one, make a commitment to stay off social media on the Sabbath. It's not easy, but as I journey towards finding mental rest, I've discovered that the need to check my social media diminishes as I distance myself from its incessant call. Hack number two, schedule what brings you joy. Birding brings me joy. Hiking in the mountains or mountain biking through the red rocks bring me joy. Kayaking brings me joy. I intentionally plan activities outside the scope of my normal work week for the Sabbath. Hack number three, spend time with God. Go to church and worship with other people. Pop your favorite worship CD in your stereo system and crank the volume. Dance with joy if you feel like it. Remember, don't let a CD genre limit you. I often rock out to Toby Mac and belt along with Rind Collective. Maybe you feel closest to God in nature. Grab your Bible and go outside. Just take intentional time to be with God. Hack number four, stay away from shiny things. Nothing can suck away my Sabbath peace faster than walking into a store. Instead of focusing on God, my mind quickly focuses on me and what I want and think I need. For a true mental Sabbath rest, avoid places with shiny objects that cost money. Hack number five, do something for someone else. Rake your neighbor's leaves or pull her weeds. Invite some little kids over so their parents can get away for a break. Find a family you'd like to get to know better and invite them over for a meal. When we do things for other people, we give our minds a break from our incessant worries. Hack number six, avoid things that ding. As I write the script for this, I'm sitting on a plane 30,000 feet above the earth. The elderly guy across the aisle just pulled out his iPad and started playing a video game. The clunks, buzzes, dings, beeps, and repetitive music make me twitchy and annoyed. It doesn't help that he has the volume at maximum output. Video game creators intentionally add music, sounds, and experiences to keep you coming back and engaged. That's manipulation, not rest. (music) Don't forget the six self care hacks for taking a mental Sabbath rest. Number one, make a commitment to stay off social media on the Sabbath. Hack number two, schedule what brings you joy. Schedule it far enough ahead of time that you can actually carry it out. Hack number three, Spend time with God. Hack number four, stay away from shiny things. Hack number five, do something for someone else. And hack number six, avoid things that ding. Come back next week when we talk about creativity and Sabbath rest. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts if you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.